welcome to Starkville Church of God. This is our podcast. I wanted to thank you for joining us today. I hope this inspires you, strengthens you, and fills you with God's love so you can share with others. Enjoy the message. Psalm 92 and verse 1 says this. It is a good thing. Say it's a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High. Mary Beth told me this morning, Mary Beth Oliver told me this morning that it sounds like a study because she's been doing a research class. But I guess you could call it research. It's biblical research. I want to talk to you this morning about the effects of a thankful life. Would you pray with me today? Father, thank you so much for today. Thank you for what you've done already in the 9 a.m. Thank you for what you're doing already here in the 11 a.m. I pray, oh Lord, that you just touch every heart here, that they be open and receptive to what you're going to do in their life. Lord, I pray that the seed of the Word of God will fall onto good ground, and I declare in Jesus' name it will produce a hundredfold harvest right now. Lord, I pray that you'd help me. Lord, I am only a human. I'm only a vessel. So I pray that you'd fill me with your spirit, fill me with your anointing, use me to do what you've called me to do. Lord, I pray the Word of God would be like fire shut up in my bones. Lord, I give you praise. I give you honor and glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. And everybody said, amen. Before you see it, turn around to four or five people, give them a fist bump and tell them, I'm thankful for you. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. In this day that we live in, we hear all about lifestyles. We hear all kind of garbage on social media and television and everywhere else about alternative lifestyles. But I'd like to propose to you, what if there was an alternative lifestyle, and it truly would be alternative to most now, what if there was an alternative lifestyle that would be an alternative lifestyle of a thankful lifestyle? What if we really shook things up? What if we really went against the grain? And instead of being the normal life that complains and gripes and belly aches, what if we had an alternative lifestyle from what normally goes on? It was a lifestyle of thankfulness and gratitude. It's a lifestyle that affects us in many ways. And this morning, for the purpose of this message, I want to give you this, that this lifestyle of thankfulness will affect us as believers It will affect others that we come in contact with. And finally, it will affect God himself. So let's look at that first one this morning. The first effect that we find of a thankful life is its effect upon the individual. I believe that thankfulness produces a positive attitude. And our attitude is the primary force that determines whether we will succeed or fail in life. Unfortunately, we can't control every circumstance that comes our direction. Because we live in a sin-cursed world, we can't control the fact that sometimes bad things are going to come our way. Because we live in a sin-cursed world, we can't help that sometimes these old bodies are going to get sick. And even an old 44-year-old body is going to go and produce a zit like a teenager once in a while. (laughs) We can't control that sometimes our boss is going to be a jerk. 
We can't control the fact that sometimes we're going to encounter people that are not going to be nice to us. We're going to go into a store and there's going to be a clerk that's going to be a jerk to us. We're going to run into somebody that, that we don't know why, but they've just chosen to just come at us. We can't control every circumstance. We can't control that sometimes we're going to have a teacher or a professor that just doesn't seem to like us. You know what we can control is we can control our response to the situations. No matter what comes our way, and to be fair with a wife as a teacher, as she's already said this morning, and professors sitting in here and that we're here in the 9 a.m., let me say sometimes you have a student that no matter how good you are to them, they choose to respond to you in a negative way. We can't choose the situation but we can control how we respond to every situation in life. You and I, in this great responsibility that God has given us as being free moral agents, we have the choice how we will respond. It has been said that some people see a difficulty in every opportunity, while others see an opportunity in every difficulty. But I truly believe that the difference in all of it is in our attitude. We can take the attitude, woe is me, we can take the attitude and bellyache that everything's not going the way that we want it to go. We can take the opportunity that truly maybe we're going through a difficult situation and we can mull around about it and gripe about it and complain about it or we can choose the attitude that God has been so good to me and so many other things that I don't truly have the right to sit here and and complain about this thing that I'm going to have an attitude of gratitude in every situation that comes my way. You see, I believe it will produce a positive atmosphere in our lives when we become grateful and thankful. Certain people with positive attitudes can change the atmosphere of a room of people. Some people can do the opposite. Some people then can bring the negative out of in a room. Have you ever been in a break room at work and somebody comes in and everything's been all right for a little while, but that person comes in and just wants to complain and wants to bellyache and soon after that it's got an attitude everybody's done got an attitude that this is the most horrible place to work in the world that the boss or the supervisor is the worst have you ever been in a class and people have done the same for a, about a teacher or a professor but then have you ever been in a place where somebody can come in with an attitude that's the opposite and change the atmosphere there's two guys we know we've heard them preached about before their names were Paul and Silas and if there was anybody that had a real reason to bellyache and complain it was Paul and Silas because all they'd been doing is preaching the word of God and suddenly what happens they find themselves in a Philippian jail and what could they have done they could have been mad about it they could have just sat there in that dark damp awful dungeon chained between other prisoners and just complained about the bad things that were going on in their life and truly there were some pretty bad things going on in their life. But instead, 
they chose to be thankful. They chose to be thankful for the good things. Even while sitting in prison, they chose to be thankful and turned a damp, dark Philippian prison into a cathedral of praise. And they began to praise in the midnight hour. And suddenly, the atmosphere began to shift. And suddenly, chains began to fall off. And suddenly, prison doors began to swing open wide when in the middle of the time where they could have belly ached and complained, they chose to be thankful, they chose to be grateful and worship in that instance, and they changed the atmosphere around them. So much so that the jailer ended up, him and his family, got saved. My God, wouldn't that be great this week if some of us chose to have such a thankful attitude that somebody would get saved? Come on, what about in your family gathering? What about when you get around, whenever you celebrate Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, whenever you and your family, you all get together? What about instead of people getting mad at each other or rehashing or having a political debate and getting mad at each other? What if somebody in your Thanksgiving dinner this year got saved? We find it produces a powerful attribute in our lives when we are thankful. You ready for this? That attribute, believe it or not, we don't usually tie the two together, is courage. Acts 28 and 15 says this, They came to meet us as far as a pie forum and three ends. When Paul saw them, he thanked God and took courage. In this verse, we find Thanksgiving linked to courage. Paul saw them, thanked God, and took courage. We don't often link the two, but think about it for a second. When you become thankful to God for everything, suddenly you find courage. Why is that? Because when I really stop and I really begin to think about the circumstance or the situation in my life, and I see what I'm going through. But I stop and I begin to thank God. God, you know what? You brought me through that back then. You took me through this situation. You brought me through this sickness. You brought me through this test. Thank God that you have always been with me. You've never left me. You've never forsaken me. And suddenly, now when I'm standing in the situation I'm in, when I'd like to be afraid, when I'd like to be terrified, suddenly, now I take courage because I thank God for the times that he's brought me through. And now I have courage to know that it's not in my own strength that I'm going to get through this thing, but it's through God. And I take courage in his his power and his might working in my life it affects us secondly it has it affects others when nehemiah went into jerusalem to rebuild the walls one of his greatest strengths was his attitude and continual prayers of thanksgiving his spirit of thanksgiving was contagious and soon could be found in the people that he was leading when you read about this story, we find that Nehemiah was leading this group as they come back to Jerusalem. Now, there was definitely some things that old Nehemiah could have been negative about. He could have been negative about the fact that when he got to Jerusalem and he arrived at Jerusalem, we remember what had happened when Nebuchadnezzar 
years before had invaded Jerusalem. Not only did he tear it down, not only did he burn it down, but the Bible said that he went so far as to tear up the foundations of Jerusalem. You know, when we think about storms coming through, when we think about a tornado or a hurricane coming through a place, and we see foundations, you know, a house or a business may be leveled, but there's a foundation sitting there. Nebuchadnezzar didn't even want that to happen. He went through, not only did he burn down the buildings and tear down the buildings, got there, there was nothing but a mess to go through there. And they had opposition on every side against him. And so Nehemiah could have been upset about what was going on. But instead, Nehemiah chose to always, when you read about what he says all throughout it, he had an attitude and continual prayers of thanksgiving and his spirit of thanksgiving was contagious and was soon found in the people he was leading we can affect others around us when we choose even though the situation may be bleak even though the situation may be grim when we choose to focus on the blessings that God has given us and not just on the few things that we don't have but we begin to have an attitude and we begin to open our mouth and profess and not get in on the belly aching, we can have an attitude that is contagious to those around us. Paul's thankful and calm spirit settled onto a troubled group of men who found themselves in a storm and ready to jump ship. He was able to rise with confidence and declare, I believe God that it will be even as it was told me. Paul was on a ship He's on his way to Rome. This is the time that he had appealed to Caesar, and they were transporting him as a prisoner to Rome. He's on a ship, and the ship had gotten lost. They had lost all navigation capability. A storm had been raging. They were lost. They were thrown about in the sea, had no clue where they were. They, they, and, and, and the men, they had panicked. They had done everything they could, and they had come to the place where they had just about given all hope. But the Lord had spoken that came to Paul, and he said, Paul, as long as each one will stay with this ship, not a person will lose their life. And Paul tells them, I believe that it will be even as it was told me. And you know what happened? That thankful and calm spirit settled onto that troubled group of men, and they sat down, and they began to eat, and Paul thank the Lord and bless God and sure enough just what God said happened that not a person even they had to hold on to they were some of them there wasn't even a ship left but they held on to the boards of the ship and there was not a person that lost their life you can be thankful in this that God's promises are yes and amen you can be thankful in the fact when God has said it he's going to bring it to pass and when you have that kind of thankfulness and confidence in God it will bring a calm into your life and those that are around you thanksgiving and praise definitely has an effect on others a pastor has the ability to turn the tide with their thankful attitude i can come in ungrateful and it's going to be obvious or i can come in thankful and it's going to be obvious a worship leader has the ability to influence a service when they set the pace with praise and thanksgiving worshipers in the congregation can change the atmosphere from dead to alive i don't think we always realize sometimes that even just as a person that is sitting out in a pew 
that you as one person can change the atmosphere with an attitude of thankfulness. When you choose to be grateful and you choose to praise God, it can shift the very atmosphere of a service. Even though everybody else may have their arms crossed and everybody else may feel like they just don't got nothing worth praising God about, that one person can come in. Listen, if you've never been up here, you may not understand what I'm saying, but for those that have ever been up here, you understand that there can be one person that will choose to come in and be grateful, one person that will choose to clap their hands, one person that will choose to sing, one person that will choose to lift their hands and shift the atmosphere of a service in the direction toward God. An attitude and a lifestyle of thankfulness affects the individual, it affects those around us, and it also has an effect upon God himself. A thankful life draws God's attention and gains his favor. In the book of Acts chapter 4, verse 24, it says this. So when they heard that, they raised their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, you are God who made heaven and earth and sea and all that is in them. And verse 31 says this. And when they had prayed, the place where they assembled together was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they spoke the word of God with boldness. You see, I believe that when we come in, grateful and thankful and praising that something begins to happen i believe that when we come together as a church there is an effect made upon god when we become grateful you know why because when we're thankful and we're grateful it's going to manifest itself in praise and the lord said that he would it do what he would inhabit the praises of his people and when we begin to praise and we begin to worship and we choose to push through all the distractions of what's been going on in our life and we say hey i've, I've been too blessed to sit here and be depressed i've got to stand up and give god praise suddenly when we come together and praise together God is always going to fulfill his promise and the presence of God will begin to be manifest in our services and in this place and the place can be shaken with the power and the glory of God and be filled with the Holy Spirit when we are thankful amen give God praise this morning See, praise and thanksgiving should not be an occasional act or a thing we just occasionally do. But it should be a continual outflowing of our lifestyle. I started at the beginning of this, and I mentioned the whole alternative lifestyle. As we look at that today, some people's lives have become consumed with their lifestyle many of them a sexual orientation and it's like all their life is revolved around that which that in itself doesn't make any sense to me anyway but none of it does but we find that their lives become revolved around this cause and this thing what if what if our alternative lifestyle as a thankful person became completely and totally surrounded and all about the outflowing of giving God praise. What could happen? Psalm 34 and 1 says, I will bless the Lord at 
all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Psalm 30 and 12 says, To the end that my glory may sing praise to you and not be silent. O Lord my God, I will give thanks to you forever. Psalm 119 and 62, At midnight I will rise to give thanks to you because of your righteous judgments. And Psalm 79, 13, So we, your people, and the sheep of your pasture, we give you thanks forevermore, and we will show forth your praise to all generation. Can I challenge us this morning in our alternative lifestyle, this lifestyle of thankfulness, this lifestyle of gratefulness. Could we begin to flow everything that we do, begin to be be about giving praise to God because he's been so good to me that when I get up in the morning, when I realize that when my eyes pop open in the morning time, that it's a blessing from God and I'm thankful when I take that breath in, that I thank God for the breath that's in my body. When I swing my feet around and put them on the floor. I thank him that I've got strength in my legs and strength in my feet. I thank him for the house that I'm living in. When I wander into the kitchen and whatever you happen to get, I usually get water first. Jamie gets coffee first. Whatever it is, you thank him for your coffee. You thank him for your water. You thank him for your biscuit that you get to eat. You thank him for your cornflakes that you get to eat or whatever it is that you like to eat. You thank him when you you go to your job, even though things may not be going exactly like you like. You thank him because you got a job to go to. You thank him because you got food on your table. You thank him because you got health in your body. You thank him because you've got children and a spouse, or you've got things that God, grandchildren that God has blessed you with. You thank him that he ain't the best looking and he's got a great big zit on his face, but you got a pastor that loves you and tries to preach the word of God to you and a church that loves you. You thank God if we stop and realize how many things that God has blessed us with that we choose to live out this alternative lifestyle of thankfulness that when everybody else wants a bellyache and gripe and complain we turn around and say God has been too good to me I cannot just sit here and gripe and complain when God has been so good to me. Would you just lift your hands with me, Father? We just thank you and praise you. You've been so good to us. You've blessed us in so many ways, God. I can never praise you and thank you enough. You have been so good, so good to me, O oh Lord. I praise you. I thank you, O oh Lord. I give you praise. I give you honor. Thanks for listening to our podcast. To find out more about us, follow us on social media at Starkville COG. Special thanks to those who generously support this ministry. If you would like to give, visit us at startvillecog.com forward slash give. And if you've enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next week.